I don't suppose you've ever heard any rumors about Count Antonio surviving at sea? Uh, begging your pardon, Highness, but do you know anything about the sea? I... Antonio rode into Hurricane Sally, which took ships the size of that one, begging your pardon, Highness, and dashed them into matchsticks. Right. Probably a crazy question. Indeed it is. If you'll beg my... A pardon granted. Uh... But is it? Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses-to-be. I am Christy, and I am here with my friend and co-host, Brie. Hello! And today, we are returning to the Swan Princess universe. We are taking a look <laughs> at Swan Princess 8, a royal mystery with a Z. Mystery. Mystery. Very important oh. you pronounce the Z. Gotta, gotta put the Z right in the middle of mystery. Yes. I, I was going to ask what's up with the Z. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Or Zed, listen, I'm going to say, I, I may be Canadian, but I will mm-hmm. put the Z. I say, I have said Z, it fits better with the alphabet song. I'm going to get yeah. it. I'm just, I'm going to say that right now. It Zed doesn't fit. And I understand that that's, that's right, but I'm going to say Z because I like it better. It's, it's like the one Canadian <laughs> thing. Coming out with that- the spicy takes. Yeah. No, it's I, I agree. It's the one Canadianism that I don't adhere to. And I, I often wonder if it's because so much of our television comes from the States. Like I it, I it, I don't think I, I know anybody who pronounces it Zed. No. Personally I don't think I do. No. So many English letters, if you sing the alphabet song, they rhyme with like T U V W X Y and Z, like that's it fits better. Yeah, it just makes anyway. sense. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Swan it, Princess. What doesn't make sense? <laughs> Swan fucking princess. Swan princess. I, oh my god! Did wow. you miss it? Did you miss? I, uh, I was. I am always excited to return to the world of the Swan Princess. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. <laughs> when you told me we were doing Swan Princess this week, I was like, yes. Good. I'm excited. Yeah. You know this you're in always for a good time. Absolute. Yeah, it's always absolute nonsense. Yeah. But like, this one was a little weird. <laughs> a little. A little weird. Uh... It wasn't my favorite of the ones we've watched so far, but it was, you know, it was a fun time because it was a Swan Princess. Yeah. So that's, so which, Uh, which one, which one is your favorite? Remind me. I (laughs) don't ask me these questions, Christy. Yeah. You you ask me these things like you, like you don't know about my memory. Like I expect to 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 keep a place there's for these movies there's in your memory yeah 
it's I I was just curious because this one for me like I feel like there's just so much weird dumb shit in this movie that it it's one of my favorites of the series um and yet that's fair my my movie viewing group I remember I was so excited to show them this one because I thought I thought they would think the same thing. This is like the best of the series so far. And <laughs> what their their reaction was like it was good, it was funny. Um but they still they preferred the I always mix up the numbering, but it the one the one where we're introduced to Elise and more importantly the society of the flying ninja squirrels. You know that one is probably, if not my favorite, then then right up there. Like that one, I I feel like because because I think that's like four, isn't it? Uh, no. Four so or five? four four is the Christmas special. So it's five. Five is is the one with the least. I think because. It comes so wild off the heels of like, because granted, I, I've seen the first Swan Princess a mm-hmm. long time ago when I was a child. I didn't see two or three. We hopped right into four. Yeah. <laughs> In a Christmas episode. Two and three, I guess, didn't matter. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll get to we that. We hopped into four. We'll we'll circle back eventually. Yeah. We hopped into four with the Christmas stuff, but like having seen the first one and then the fourth one, I was like, all right. So this is still like, it's, it's fucking wild. The Christmas (laughs) one, but it's not that wild. And then you hop into five and there's like, here's this secret (laughs) society of hyper intelligent giant flying squirrels. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I think the 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 like curve that you go on in terms of wildness yeah. spikes so high on that one that you're like, oh, okay then, because like yeah. So there's the squirrels, and, and then the, there's the, the bogs. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. yeah. This this is yeah. like I I think this movie on that note. This movie is like the pinnacle of the Swan Princess lore. There's so many fucking returning characters in this. There's so many returning characters in this. God help you it, if it, you d- have not seen <laughs> all of the other fucking movies because <laughs> you're d- you're not going to know who the fuck all these characters are. And I kind of, you know, when you said there was a continuity, yes. I believed you. But I didn't I didn't think it was the sort of thing where it was almost like if these were shorter, they could have been like weekly episodes of a TV show where you need to watch each episode in series or else you get lost. Like it's it's mm-hmm. one to the next are you need to know what's happening or else you're going to be real lost. Yes. You're going to be super confused because, yeah, this one dr- brings in. The squirrels from five, the bogs from six, everything from yeah. seven. And yeah. this is like a direct continuation from seven. E- essentially, yeah. And so, and it, it's wild. It's wild. You need to have seen, you need to know your lore. 
I feel I feel so vindicated because uh, so we we mentioned this <laughs> in the last episode, but Bree was in town and we had to get together. And at that get together, Steve was there, and so the topic came up of why don't we just watch the Swan Princess Ten movie? <laughs> that you know, let's just get it over with. Let's just watch Swan Princess Ten. And I was like, no. Because Brie hasn't seen <laughs> Swan Princess 8 and 9. And it is essential that we watch these in order. And everyone was trying to argue against me. And I, I stood steadfast. You and st- I said, stood firm against. I, and I said, no. The lack of lore. No, Brie must watch Swan Princess, Swan Princess 8 and 9. We have to. This is, I'm taking a stand. And so, thank you. I feel very vindicated. <laughs> No, you, uh, like, I feel like of the ones before, I could have, like, if I, if I had hopped into, like, seven, even, and mm. you were just, like, like, the only thing I would have really had to know would have been, because I think Sc- Scully shows up, mm-hmm. Scully's from five, and then he shows up in six, and I don't think he shows up in seven, does he? So like he, I wouldn't have had to know about the 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 fucking ghost squirrel. So he does. So he does show up in seven because remember he shows up on the island as like I don't know a helper to Elise and like telling her how to avoid the bogs. And then there's like the whole thing at the end where he helps manufacture the reunion between Lucas and his parents. Is that in seven or is it six? That's six, isn't it? No, no. So six, six is where. Oh wait. Oh god. Okay, hold on. Swan Princess four. Okay. Cause oh my god. Four, is... four is the Christmas. Five yes. is the squirrels. Six is Bog Island. Seven is everything with Antonio and the, yes. the city of Borromeo. You are right. I'm just sorry. Oh, I'm <laughs> not my Swan Princess four <laughs> failed me. You're a fake fan. No. <laughs> I can't believe this. No. Oh, oh God. God. I'm going to have to return my limited edition DVDs. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Swan Princess gatekeeping happening over oh, here. My. Yeah, how fucking dare you? <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Oh. Oh, okay, think, but anyway, so Swan, seven. I, <laughs> you think you're a Swan Princess fan? What's Antonio's last name? Huh? <laughs> God, man. Uh, but anyway, all that to say, you need to have seen the prior films for this one, because man, alive. Yes, yes, yes. It it brings everything together. Christy, yeah. will you? <laughs> <laughs> Will you take us on the journey that is the plot of Swan Princess 8, A Royal Mystery? Yes, let's get to it here. Let's get right into the summary. The film begins and we see Queen Uberta at the tail end of her book tour. Uberta has written a bestseller based on the events of the last film, detailing her ill-fated romance with the nefarious Count Antonio. Exhausted from her tour, Uberta returns home and turns in for the night. Meanwhile, a ship from the kingdom of Borromeo arrives in Uberta's kingdom. 
A group of rats disembark and begin making their way towards Uberta's castle. The next morning, Uberta wakes the entire castle with a scream, bringing everyone to her room where she reveals that the letter Z has been carved into her book. Derek and Odette begin searching the castle, trying to solve the mystery of the Z. We see Elise and Lucas are staying with King Sebastian. Joining them are number nine and Scully, the flying squirrel ghost. As the kids gather items from Count Antonio's from her hideout at the piers, they stumble upon his abandoned prototype submarine. Suddenly, a ghost bog named Hutch arrives, and he attempts to arrest Scully in the name of the bogs for foiling their plans in the sixth movie. You stole a clear violation of Bog Code Section 3, Article 19. Oh, the bogs have codes now. Very nice. It's great, right? I kept telling Nums the bogs need law and order, and I'm gonna give it to them, or I'll die trying. And then I died, but I'm still trying. Scully leads Hutch on a chase around the city, which only exists to show us that ghosts can't interact with any material object in the human world, with glass being the sole exception. The rest of Scully's subplot with Hitch is too fucking complicated to explain during the summary, so just be aware <laughs> that during the rest of the plot description, there's this bullshit back and forth with Scully and Hutch, ultimately resolving when they become friends at the end of the film. Back in Uberta's kingdom, more and more mysterious Zs are appearing, and the group spots the rats who appear to be carving them. The group concludes that there must be someone trying to send them a message, someone with ill intent. Worried for the kids' safety, Odette and Derek make their way to Bromeo. They arrive, and after making sure the children are safe, find that the mysterious Zs have also begun appearing in Bromeo. Derek is then nearly crushed by a falling chandelier, the ropes having been gnawed by the rats. Scully directs Derek's attention to the man in black, who is watching outside their window and who controls the rats. Scully attempts to follow him, but loses him in the busy city. As King Sebastian's men search the city, Derek gets a request to speak with the imprisoned Niccolo, Antonio's former right-hand man, about the mysterious man in black. Derek meets with Niccolo, who has seemingly lost his mind after his defeat in the last movie. Niccolo claims that Antonio is back, and out for revenge against Derek and the rest of his family. Not believing Antonio could have survived sailing off in a hurricane, Derek dismisses Niccolo and begins to leave. Why were you marked, Derek? Think about it. It's all in the name. It's all in the name! He's back. This leads Derek to discover that Antonio's full name is Antonio Zambrano, which convinces Derek that he is the man carving the Z's everywhere. Derek rushes off to try and locate Odette, who along with number nine has decided to follow the rats down into the city sewers. They are themselves followed by the man in black, who begins setting off traps. Derek arrives soon after, and he and Odette are able to safely escape the sewers. Unfortunately for them, the Man in Black takes the opportunity to kidnap Elise and Lucas. Derek and Odette once again decide to follow the rats to try and find Antonio. They do so, and the rats lead them into Niccolo's prison cell through a previously hidden hole in the wall. The hole leads to an underground cave, where the kids are suspended on a device that will drop them into a crevice if the scale detects that one of the kids has left the platform. Thinking fast, Derek swaps himself for both kids on the platform, leaving him stranded. Derek begs Odette to leave and take the kids to safety, while he remains to face Antonio. The great Antonio Zambrano. Back together with Niccolo again? 
Where is he? Not brave enough to show his face? Oh, quite the contrary. <laughs> the man in black reveals himself, and it's Niccolo, not Antonio. Niccolo has been faking his insanity, and explains that Uberta's book revealed to him everyone that played a part in his and Antonio's scheme failing. It turns out that the Z wasn't a Z at all, but a sideways N. <laughs> in revenge, Niccolo <laughs> wants to kill Derek, on whom he puts the most blame for the scheme failing. With a bit of gymnastic skill, Derek manages to escape Niccolo's trap, but is carried off by Niccolo's rats before Odette can arrive with backup. They manage to trace Derek to the pier, where he is being loaded into the prototype submarine by Niccolo, who tells him that the submarine was faulty and will surely sink. To rub things in, Niccolo throws one of his rats into the submarine with Derek. Odette and the others arrive just in time to watch as the sub is dropped into the ocean. Scully enters the sub, which begins filling up with water. Derek is tied up, and Scully can't undo his bindings because he's a ghost. Derek is able to get Niccolo's rat to undo the ropes, and following Roger's orders via radio, he begins the process needed to surface the sub. Unfortunately, the air in the sub runs out, and Derek passes out. While Derek's death seems certain, at the last minute, Hutch the Bog appears and scares the rat, <laughs> causing it to leap on the controls and complete the last step needed to bring the sub to the surface. Derek is revived, and Niccolo is captured. He is imprisoned on his own scale platform, set to spend the rest of his days dangling over a pit. And unfortunately for him, the rats no longer want to follow him, and so they leave him to his punishment. So, in a way, my book was responsible... Oh, please, Uberta, we don't want you to feel responsible for... For bringing down Niccolo, too? Um, yes, exactly. Well, you know what this means, don't you? It's time for a sequel, baby! <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> God. God. Uh. <laughs> absolutely astounding where to begin with this one where to begin uh, with this one so wh let you know what let's begin at the bit that was too much <laughs> for yeah the summary everything yeah. to do with scully and hunch uh, yeah hutch hutch the bog hutch it's, is it hutch or hunch i i think it's hutch oh god I gotta just fucking swad princess wiki this shit. It's hunch. It's hunch? Oh, shit. It's hunch. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, close enough. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have it playing in... I, I, like usual, have it playing, so I scrolled forward to where they are doing the court TV reality TV uh, par oh. parody. Because that's what happens when you go to Bog Island. You have to do some kind of reality TV show parody. And so he comes up on screen and says Hunch for his nameplate. Oh, okay. Oh, God. So this. Oh, okay. Well, ignore that in the summary. Oh. Fuck it. It's Hunch. <laughs> but yes, anyways, <laughs> this fucking film 
Which could have been like a decent little mystery film if they had taken the time to focus on that part of the story and develop it. Instead, there's so much focus on this bullshit cat and mouse game between Scully and and Hunch and the Bogs. Yep. It's oh, it it definitely wears out its welcome. As mm-hmm. much as I was overjoyed to see the bogs again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fan favorites Which, the bogs. Wait. Yeah. Wait, wasn't it at the end of the last movie, at the end of 7, there's like mm-hmm. the very very end is uh Antonio washing up on on the bog island. Yes. So isn't it he was he was likely eaten by the bogs? That's the implication. They never Yeah. They never comment they on it confirm. in this film. No. Uh, but but I, he was it, probably eaten by the bogs. It's funny at um when we watched the last film um and that scene came up, I had to go back. I had to go back and rewatch the uh, the previous film that introduced the bogs because I could remember that there was a bog that had a I think it's a tricorn hat um, yes and it t- I was like wait a minute like doesn't Antonio wear that hat and I was like is that like a weird fucked up thing that the bog eats him and then starts wearing his hat but I I checked the previous film, and that bog with the tricorn is there. So it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't okay. Him. So it wasn't a weird trophy from his from their dinner. No, which I, okay. I. It was almost like a relief because that would have been a little fucked up. But at the same time, now I'm kind of <laughs> sad that that wasn't <laughs> what they did. Oh man, it's 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 a weird thing that. Yeah, he just he's he's dead presumably but i guess they're leaving it open for maybe a sequel i don't know Uh, maybe he'll come back someday who knows at this point with the continuity of these films but like the because they're in this film they're all talking about like no there's no way he survived that hurricane like he was in a rowboat in a hurricane that was like destroying ships five times that's his ship's size like there's absolutely no chance that he's alive or at the very least that he's ever making it back here and everyone is so certain of this but but he did make it to bog island so uh. yeah so who knows maybe he maybe he grabbed one who of those knows? weird flying leaf things and he just flew away you know <laughs> anything can happen in the swan princess universe yeah who the fuck knows man but, um, who to, the fuck knows <laughs> to to get back to the, the fucking subplot ba- basically right Throughout the entire film, so this whole thing is that Hunch wants to arrest Scully because he foiled the Boggs' plans to eat Elise and Lucas and, and everybody in the sixth movie. And so I guess Hunch is like, I don't know, the newly established police force on the Bog Island. He's, and he's the one Bog cop. Yeah, and he's also a ghost, Like, I, which the implication is yeah. almost like that they killed him. The, like the other bogs didn't like him and killed him. I don't know. What, what was it? It's he's like in in the little court TV drama they have. He like he's like I swore I would like catch you even if it killed me, and then it did kill me. But I I'm still doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, uh, uh 
Okay. It's just a weird thing. Okay. Yeah, he's, okay. He's just so he, weird. He's so dedicated to arresting Scully and bringing him to justice on the Isle of the Bogs that you just have these repeated scenes where Scully, because of course Scully is like the most useful fucking person in the Swan Princess universe now because he could fly around and he could turn invisible and shit. And so they and go through they, walls and just, he's essentially just like, he's so useful. Yeah. So they, they want to use him to try and track the man in black, but Scully can't do this because every fucking scene, Hunt shows up and he's trying to capture him. And so Sully, Scully is too busy trying to run away. So you just have these. They had to find some way to like nerf his ability to help the characters in this film. Yeah. Like, I, like just have it like Scully's on vacation or some <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, like, like he's he's busy doing other ghost things. Yeah, does he not have like a life outside of Derek and Odette? I guess no, not. He's dead. He, he doesn't. Yeah, fuck your mind. <laughs> he doesn't have a life at all. No. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, it's just yes. It's and it it culminates. Okay, so yeah, there's this whole thing with glass where they establish that that ghosts can't interact with any material object in the human world except for glass, in which case they can't go through glass. So you are able to, if you are able to get a ghost in a glass bottle, you can then trap them inside of it. So that's how the bogs want to punish Scully, is they want to trap him in this glass bottle for forever. Um, yeah. So as part of their plan to try and help Scully out, there's this whole elaborate fucking thing oh my God. where Rogers has to, they want to plant a tracking device on Hutch or Hunch. And, and so that they could warn him, warn Scully when Hunch gets too close. And so Rogers has a bottle with a bit of ghost rope inside of it. Don't know where he ghost got- Ghost rope? Don't know where he got that. Don't know how ghost rope is a thing. But if you put an item in the bottle with the ghost rope, it turns out being a ghost is contagious. <laughs> and the thing in the bottle will also become <laughs> ghostly. I guess. I fucking guess. I guess. I don't know how this fucking works, but it does. So they have now, they turn a tracker into a ghost thing, <laughs> and then they put gloves in the bottle, and they turn into ghost gloves that then you can wear? You can wear, I, and they turn your hands into ghost hands that can then yeah. manipulate ghost objects. Yeah, which I don't know how that works because aren't like, uh, don't it, ask questions christy it's so don't it's, worry about it it's so confusing and they they put this fucking tracker oh wait and that's they and it's not just in it's not just like non-living things <laughs> They, it's they not- stick Jean-Bob in the bottle at a certain point because he's like, I'll stop the bogs because the bogs worship the green thing and that's yeah. me. And if I'm a ghost, then I can fly out and tell him to stop doing shit. And they're like, okay, Jean-Bob. So they put him in the fucking bottle and yeah. turn him into a ghost. And I'm like, does that mean he is dead? <laughs> please, please Did let they Jean-Bob just kill Jean-Bob? Because that, that would be rad. 
if they did. I, w- I wish they had. And and it's I just... I wish she was gone from the movies. Fucking like, what? Bob. Why would you fucking do that? Like, you don't know if this shit's permanent. And of course, it, as it turns out, it's not. It wears off. And, and John Bob Almost immediately. To... So yeah. then it doesn't even matter that he did it. But then it's like, well, why, why isn't the other ghost shit, why isn't that turning back to normal then? Maybe it's because it was never alive to begin with. Ah, uh, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's and- so ridiculous. And like... <laughs> In a film that, like, is like this series of films, to have something be that absurd that you're like, what? Wait. Yeah. What? It's gotta be bad. And it's just, it's so stupid, too, because this is a universe where magic exists. And for some reason, they don't want to (laughs) just have a character be fucking magic. No. Don't, don't worry. Don't, magic isn't real. that's one thing from the first film don't worry about it listen don't worry about it (laughs) just don't worry about it it's just i don't i know okay so this is like something that comes up in the um the second and third movie so you're oh okay we'll get to it eventually but the like Uh basically there's just this business with Rothbard and and Odette really doesn't like the idea of people using his spells or keeping his magic notebooks around. So I don't okay. know if there's just this hatred of magic now in the Swamp Princess Kingdom and that's why they don't want to use it. I don't know if that's the in-universe reason why these characters don't want to do magic shit. But, <sighs> like, just... Like, have a character learn magic. Like, you don't have to do this weird fake science bullshit with Rogers and the ghost rope. Like, you probably could have just had a character who knew how to do magic and could just make shit ghostly. Just have, like, the main characters that are, are, even way, way back, have Odette learn how to do her own magic and then she's got cool swan magic she could have been doing cool swan magic all this time (laughs) god you you know what i thought the kids the kids could learn cool magic something you have a universe that allows i just got so worked up i punched my pop filter i have a universe that allows magic yeah and you have to do this like fakey, ridiculous, stupid science air quotes stuff. Yeah. And like it could be You so have options. Simpler. You you know what I thought ah! is You know what I thought is that they have Bridget. Bridget was Rothbart's former henchwoman, and she doesn't really have like a role in the stories anymore. She has She's no just... purpose anymore. No, no purpose. She just kind of shows up and, like, she does, like, funny, goofy stuff as, like, the funny side character. But, like, maybe have her learn magic. Yeah. Like, that would be yeah, kind of fun. Because there's a real dearth of funny side characters in this one. They needed to take oh, the fuck. one that, that knows magic and make her just a goofy goober. Yeah. Well, and I don't know, like, I think that would just be a fun thing, where it's, like, the, you know, the lady who for years was Rothbart's underling, and he was, like, very clearly a big jerk to her. 
Like, that'd be kind of neat if she learned how to do magic herself. And you could still yeah. have her do, like, funny, goofy shit with it. But just have her know magic. Have her know some magic or something. Man. But anyway. The- so, yeah. That's the, the, the plot with the ghosts and the ghost gloves and the ghost communicators and the ghost run around, do goob- goobery ghost things. <laughs> It goes on so long. So, so <laughs> and is long. Unnecessary and, and just kind of annoying. Yeah, and, and the resolution is basically just that. Like, eventually eventually Scully tells Hunch that um like listen, like I, I need to help my friends. If you let me just help them, I will come with you willingly and I won't try to escape. And this apparently, like, I don't know, touches Hunch so much that he finally just gives up. He gives up the ghost. (laughs) And (laughs) why wasn't that a line in the movie? (laughs) Would have fit right in. But yeah, he he gives uh, up and he finally he like I don't know kind of just makes amends with with Scully and he yeah, comes and now they're comes, friends and it's fine. Now they're friends and he comes in at the very end to help with the fucking rat thing and meant that I had to because of that moment I had to fucking write hunch into the stupid song. <laughs> All because of the rat. Man. All because of the rat. That's oh my god. I huh. what what did you think of of the rats in this one and the whole like kind of like a Pied Piper vibe they were going for I guess I guess all I could think the entire time they were on screen and this is one hundred percent a me thing <laughs> but when I worked on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> The first episode I worked on had a character called the Rat King. Oh, yeah. And I animated so many fucking rats. <laughs> so every time I saw the rats, I was just like remembering the time I had to animate so many fucking rats. Oh, no. So that was that was my main feeling. And that's not like a relatable feeling for literally anyone else but me. <laughs> Oh, God. It wasn't even that bad. It was just sort of like, oh, man, I remember having to do to animate just so many rats and looking at these animations and being like, these people didn't even have to do the proper foot plants for these rats. These rats are just <laughs> skating. Man, I wish I could have just had the rats skate around. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I was going to say, oh, like, you felt a kinship with this this other animator i do actually no i genuinely do it's yeah. animating rats is fine listen i'm not complaining about animating the rats <laughs> i enjoyed doing the, the 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 animation on the rats honestly yeah. but so it's not even like a oh that that time i had to animate rats it's more just like a oh i remember that time i had to animate rats yeah, and like and like you said, like you can't not think about it. This this experience that is so yeah. unique to you and I guess one other person who worked on this film. <laughs> Maybe the people who worked on Ratatouille. Yes. <laughs> they would they're they're even more <laughs> God. 
don't even know. I so I don't have a lot of thoughts and feelings about the rats. They were they were cute rats. They were well animated little rats. They were mm-hmm. fun. I liked them. Yeah. What what did you think of uh Niccolo's plot in general? Oh my god. It was I I'll admit, didn't see it coming. Really? Didn't see the didn't see the Niccolo reveal switcheroo coming. I, I genuinely thought what's his face from the last film was back. Antonio was back and Niccolo had just uh because, like, the way they show him as having lost his mind, air quotes, in his jail cell, as he's got, like, a, a like a split personality golem thing going on now. Yeah. It's not great. It's, it's that um, stereotypical, you know, uh, like, depiction of, of multiple personalities where it's just, like... Yeah. Yeah, obviously it's just done more for the visual than with any understanding of the actual diagnosis. Oh yeah, like not not even, and it turns out it's all fake anyway. I guess. Yeah, but it's that's some dedication to the bit he's got going on there because he's arguing with himself and physically fighting with himself, but all in just one body, kind of. It's well, and yeah, and it's, it's weird. Sure, something. There- there's also, like, moments where he's doing it when, like, no one is watching him. And oh, yeah, he's got, he's got his own song. That yeah. he, he is alone doing that song. Where he's singing to himself about how... It reminded me... Oh, what was that? Uh, Quest for Camelot? Oh, yeah! <laughs> there's the two-headed dragon that sings the song about, like, if I didn't have you... Yeah. Can I, can so I do it? it's kind of like that, but it's the same dude. Can I do oh, a quick ahead. hot take? Yeah. I I, I kind of like that song. <laughs> the Quest for Camelot song. The the Quest for Camelot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, is does Quest for Camelot have a princess? We should talk about that one. She's not a princess, but she's like... like cause she, she kind she's, of becomes a princess at the end. Kind of, kinda, no, she becomes a knight. Fuck. Yeah, it's almost like... Well, I don't know. It it kind of has that vibes. You know what? Like we've justified other like not princess movies. It's <laughs> like, close fuck. enough. Yeah, fuck it. I want to talk about. I haven't watched that movie in so long, but I want to talk about it so bad now. Yeah, I used to have like uh one of those like weird crushes on oh what's the guy's name the love interest Garrett. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think why, just because why does that live in my brain? Why does that ca- Garrett and Kaylee were the yeah. two main characters? Why does that live in my brain still? I haven't seen that movie for twenty years. <laughs> See, and I remember, I just remember like he has that big song, and like for some reason, like that just really endeared me to him. That song. Uh, no, I I'm with you. He had a bird friend. Yeah, he had a pretty he had a pretty falcon. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Man. We're definitely gonna have to now take I just a look at watch... that. <laughs> now I just really want to watch Quest for Camelot. <laughs> Do you want to just, like, stop Man. talking about Swan Princess and just go watch Quest for Camelot? <laughs> episodes on pause. We gotta go watch Quest for Camelot. Yeah. Now. I'll start playing it really loud so that everybody can hear it. Over the... <laughs> we'll, like, we'll keep recording. <laughs> Live commentary. As we watched Quest for Camelot, and we're just like, yeah! (laughs) Anyway. 
Anyway. Um, but yeah, where were it's, we? It's, Fucking so, Swan Princess. <laughs> yeah, so Niccolo, he's got this whole song that he's singing to himself as he's faking uh, this insanity. Having two personalities, yeah. Yeah, and it's just... I honestly think that they would have, I don't know, like, at least I would have preferred it if they didn't have this weird act. Because I, I thought it was obvious. Like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, didn't, I, don't, I think I just don't put anything past the Swan Princess at this point. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why I was like, okay, like, no, like, there's, I don't know, there just seems something... It, because they wanted us to think that it was Antonio, it felt like there's no way that it was going to be Antonio. Nah, like that, that's fair. That was my logic behind it. And so for me, I was like, okay, well, this is just like, this just feels dumb that they're having him pretend. <laughs> like it made it almost feel more obvious to me because again, it was like, it just felt like they're trying too hard. Um, mm. I was kind of, so... As is my way, I started thinking about what I would do if I was in charge of a film. Um, uh-huh. And if it were me, I would have had it where Niccolo is acting like his normal self. And, okay, bleh. so in exchange for giving Derek information about the man in black, um, maybe he is getting stuff in return. Like, he's asking for random things, like. Because he's he's living in just a a hole in the in the cave wall. He's got fucking nothing in yeah. his jail cell. So maybe he starts asking for shit to like I don't know make himself more comfortable. But then at the end of the film, after you reveal that he's the man in black and this has all been a fucking trick, it turns out all the shit that he asked for, he was using bits and pieces of it as part of his plan to trap Derek. So it's like an extra like haha, like I tricked you and also. You played right into my hands, and I was able to do all of this shit because you believed my stupid lie, Derek. <laughs> yeah. But I that, mean, yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. It, that, that's also me as an adult wanting to make a movie that would entertain me specifically. I, yeah. I'm sure, like, the kids who are the intended audience of this film they probably <laughs> love seeing niccolo like make silly faces and talk to himself yeah and and if they're kids like me as an <laughs> adult just kind of buy it because yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> they don't put anything past these movies and i'm just like yeah sure uh, just fuck it he came back and now he's part bog um or he's because he had didn't he have a fucking mechanical arm or something in the last one but maybe he comes back and he's a full mechanical man is kind of what i was thinking of oh that would have been rad it's like like in the sherlock holmes movie that we watched <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. all comes together it all comes together but that's sort of what i was thinking because didn't he ha- he had a mechanical arm in the in he, the last yeah movie, right he did yeah so I was like, maybe he found his way back, but he's like replaced himself with like clockwork parts, and now he's a he's a mechano man. I think that was sort of what I was expecting, and I was like, that'll be that'd be kind of cool. I think we just no. we, I think we just found the plot for the next Fallen Princess movie. Oh shit! Okay, hold on, guys. <laughs> he he survived on Bog Island, 
and he's been per- he's been slowly turning himself into a clockwork man. Yeah. Oh shit, we gotta email Richard Rich. Richard, Mr. Rich, Richard Mr. Rich. Rich. Richard Rich. We have some ideas for you again. Have we got it's us again. We're back. We're back. You can't get rid of us. <laughs> God. God. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. I, uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them to bring him back. I guess. I don't know. I guess. Who knows at this point? Oh. <laughs> uh. But <laughs> regardless, that's not the movie we 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 got. No, what we got no. was Niccolo Niccolo pulling out the twist. You know what I did like? You know what I did find kind of funny and clever? Not clever, but like, all right, was the like. <laughs> but what's with the Z? And he's like, I'm so fucking disappointed in you. And he just holds up his hand, and he's got the Z on his hand. But then he turns his hand, and it's an N. And I'm like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Fuck off! And he like chides Derek for not for uh like so- something about not looking at things with a different perspective or something like that. Ugh. Like just like which it's like it's great <laughs> just to like it's just so oh just twist it's the good. knife a little bit further. Oh, it's very fun. God, man, I liked his stupid oh. little weird trap thing that he had for Derek the the scale <laughs> over the pit it's so like how how did you even set that shit up like yeah it's so weird well it, oh. and also just like why like it feels like it's so much effort it's so much it's so effort so much effort and all that Derek does is just do like a backflip out of it and he's fine yeah <laughs> Oh my god, speaking of fucking backflips, when the man in black slash Niccolo is on the rooftops, like, spying on the, the royal family, and he's going away, and he's got, like, he just does, like, 15 unnecessary sick flips while he's <laughs> traversing the, the rooftops, and it's so good. I'm just like, yeah! Yeah, parkour! <laughs> Do a flip! Parkour! Yeah, he's just, like, just, to, I don't know. He's just happy to jump around. It's great. He's just having a great time. Hmm. Oh, uh, go, going back to like the trap and 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 all that whole business. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, oh, I got distracted uh, by sick flips. <laughs> I mean, that's understandable. Um, I just I just have to point out that it's like it's kind of fucking wild that at the end of the film, the good King Sebastian sentences Niccolo to like like be stuck in his own trap. Cause like he's yeah. like suspended over this pit, and it, they just like leave him there. Like, is he, like he's just on a platform that's like maybe like maybe like two feet by two feet, and they're just yep. fucking leaving him there. Like he's just gonna dangle over this pit for the rest of his fucking life. I guess so. Like they're just gonna like I don't know like hug it's- a sandwich at him every so often. I guess so. He just stays there. It's just it's I- wild. And then, like as mentioned, as mentioned prior to that, he's prior to that he's being kept in this stone wall prison with no fucking bed, no amenities. Like this There's, kingdom, there is 
not not kind to its prisoners. No, no. And it's kind of like creepy because Sebastian seems like such a like nice like like well-meaning old man, but then he's like fucking I like hardcore. Sebastian. Yeah. Like he's he's uh, he's just a fun little old man. I like Sebastian a lot. He's a cool king, but like the the prisoner torture not as cool. Yeah. Not not great. Don't, not yeah. super good. A little suspicious. <laughs> hmm. Sure loves his cat though. Oh yeah. Oh, number 9. Oh, number 9. Number 9 gets a song sequence too wherein the ghosts of all eight of his past lives cuz he specifically says he has died eight times. Mhm. Yeah, come and back appar- and sing a song about manning up with 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 uh, Odette. Yeah, to get him to man up. Which that which that is whole, so weird. That whole sequence seems so unfair to him because it's Odette. Yeah. So so Odette, like, kind of shames him into coming with her to track down the rats because he, of course, he's a cat and cats should chase and kill rats. Blah blah blah, and. But, like, he doesn't want to. He's scared. And everybody is like, no, 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 you got to do this. You got to man up and, like, go go fucking, go fucking track down those rats. Those are huge tails. There could be an alligator on the other end. (sighs) They're just rats. Look, every time I died, all eight times, I felt just like this before it happened. (laughs) Scared out of my wits. Then maybe it's time to be brave, to act like a cat with royal blood. He doesn't he doesn't want to go. Like, don't make him. He doesn't want to go. That's a lot of rats. He's a little cat. He's yeah. he's, he's so sp- spindly. He's such a spindly little rat boy. Mm-hmm. And or cat boy. Uh, <laughs> and he's already he's literally already died eight times yeah like this is his last life if shit happens he's dead he will just perish yeah like that's that's fucked up don't make him do it and then odette's like well uh i'll do it then fine if you won't man up and then she goes and does it and she's like i'm scared oh no a bunch of rats don't make me use these heels it's like exactly exactly get a stick or something smack the rats odette's Odette herself, like, in the, in the rest of the film, they make a big joke about how Odette's, like, scared of the rats. And it's, like, a haha funny thing that she thinks they're creepy. Um, and yet, it's okay for her to be scared of the rats, but it's not okay for number nine to be. Yeah. Like, rude. Just because he's a cat. Yeah. <sighs> they leave the poor cat alone. They're just, I don't know, they're kind of jerks to him. I don't know why. They are. They're jerks to him all the time. And <laughs> he was a jerk in the, the the Christmas movie, but they were a jerk to him before he was a jerk. They let him, they were like, freeze in the middle of the road, fucking cat. Yeah, get the fuck out of the way, you creepy That's cat. That's the first time you see him, is them telling this poor cat to fucking die. Yeah, get out of it. Shoot. Shoo, get out of the way, you clearly frozen cat, because we're on our way to go to the Christmas celebrations, and we could stop and invite you with us, and that probably would have made a good plot point, is like, oh, let's pick up this stray cat, not knowing that he's Rothbard's henchman in this film, but no, 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 let's just leave him to freeze to death by the side of the road, and then go make out underneath some mistletoe. Yeah. 
So really, uh, leave that poor cat alone. Yeah. He's had a hard life. Leave number nine alone. Leave him alone. Let him be a pampered house cat with King Sebastian. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) What now? Where where else do we... What? There's so much. Yeah. All right. Let's check the notes. Uh, I could... um, I could... So just like a a fun little like nugget for this film. Um, So this film was kind of marketed as a return to a focus on Derek and Odette in the series. Because as you might have noticed, the last few movies... We're very focused on Elise and Lucas. Um, Uh Uh-huh. So in an interview on the official Swan Princess website, Richard Rich said, We have had a lot of remarks from fans saying they want to see more of Odette and Derek and more of a fairy tale feeling. So in Swan 8, we have done a new story built around Derek and Odette to capture the loving feelings that they had in the first film. What? Swan Princess 8 worked really well to give us a dramatic and rejuvenated love interest. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was more about Derek and Odette than it was about the kids this time, which yeah, you know, good, fair. But, uh, not like not I really don't... a a testament to their love or their relationship. No, <laughs> there's the one bit at the end where he's like, "Well, she's she's in the sewer, and she's like, oh shit, he's good. It's the traps actually for Derek,' and then." Tries to get him out of the trap or something. Uh, mm-hmm. No, wait. Derek hops down to try and save her and then just lets himself out of the fucking trap because I guess the trap just sucks. <laughs> um, and she's like, I'm worried about Derek. He's like, all right. Okay. Um, and then there's the bit at the end where he's uh, dying in the prototype submarine and she sings their song to try and get him to fucking yeah. pull a lever to save him. Also, you wouldn't run out of air that fast in that amount of space. There's enough air in there. Well, and, He and ran out of air in like f- five minutes. Yeah, I think Derek was just done with the series and he was just like, just trying to get out. He was trying to get <laughs> Yeah, he was like, if Derek dies, would he be a ghost? I give fuck, I guess, because Rothbart was a ghost. <laughs> Is there like, yeah. yeah. So he can just be a ghost. Really, does death even mean anything? I don't know anymore. Because yeah. this one princess universe. <sighs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Simply become a specter. That would be kind of amazing if they they killed off Derek, but then he just was like still stuck around as a ghost and like nobody talked about it. This is my ghost husband, the ghost yeah. prince. This ghost, yeah, ghostly prince Derek, and and everybody's just like, because well, it's like with Scully, like nobody acknowledges that he's a ghost anymore. No, he's, well, they he's... have ways to turn you into a ghost temporarily. So it's like, even if Odette wanted to give him a smooch while he was a ghost, she could just uh, rub her face on the ghost rope for a while, <laughs> and then it would be temporarily a ghost face. And she could give him a smooch. I'm sure, I'm sure Rogers could make ghost lipstick for her. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just put a, just put a tube of lipstick in there. She gave him give ghost smooches. Yeah. Okay, we'll put that in our, our <laughs> plot where, where Antonio comes yeah. back, kills Derek. But, but it's okay, because yeah. Odette can still give him smooches. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh god. <laughs> Man. Another another fun thing about the release of this movie. Um so originally when this one was announced, they said that they would not be selling physical DVDs of it. It would only be you could only buy it or rent it online, so like through Amazon. Um and after a bit of fan outcry, they decided to sell a limited run of a thousand DVDs directly from the Swan Princess website. Now, at, <laughs> Was at the outcry, just you. Yeah, for, yeah. Well, it's I. At some point, they must have decided to expand DVD production because there's no longer mention of the run being limited to a thousand DVDs. But you can mm -hmm. bet your ass that I, when I saw that, I fucking rushed to their website and bought that fucking DVD as fast as I can to make sure I still had a copy of it. But yeah, it is, you can buy it on the Swan Princess website, but it's, it's just, it's weird because it's the, like, you could buy the other movies outside of the Swan Princess website, including sequels that came out after this one. Well, so it's like, some are and some aren't available, but some you could only get on their website. So I don't know what the deal is. It's a mystery. It's, it's a... Good job. Uh. <laughs> oh, but yeah, for... <laughs> For a while, this fucking DVD was so precious to me. I was like, only a thousand in the world. My precious. My precious. I kind of wish that it had stayed that way, just because it's just it would be a fun thing to brag about. Maybe it still only is a thousand, but they just didn't sell all thousand of them. That, that would be utterly hilarious, because this movie... <laughs> out, at least, like, five years ago, I want to say. Yeah, 2018. So if it if it is still that original thousand DVD run, that would be fucking hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Oh man. I this is twenty eighteen? Yeah, yeah. That was only five years ago, and now there's been two more movies since. Yeah, I I don't know if they're working on another one. It feels like it's it's like it's been a while. 2020 was the last time they released a film, and for a while they were doing like one every like year, year and a half. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe the 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 whole you know world situation of the past few years put them behind. Yeah, who possibly. Knows? It's it's at least it's it worked out, I guess, because it's given us a chance to catch up to Swan Princess Ten. <laughs> Now, hopefully, whenever they re uh, announce Swan Princess 11, we'll be caught up at that point. But then we'll, we'll be all out of Swan Princess movies. That's what that's what I'm sad about. You know, yeah. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do nine and ten this year, theoretically, and then we won't have any more Swan Princess films. What are we gonna do? I guess we have two and three to circle yeah. back to. Yeah, I think yeah. we'll probably we'll probably circle back to we'll start with like the first one and then go into the the sequels after that. So we I think we've got we still nice. got a few more Swan Princess movies to watch, and then by that point, Richard Rich better have his shit together and have more movies. <laughs> Richard Rich, Rich, Richard, we're back, we're back, Richard. we're here for more movies. Where's Richard. your Where's your Where's Richard? Richard Rich, Mister Rich. Please make more Swan Princess movies. I know I'm the only fucker buying them, but could you just do me a song? <laughs> we need them. <laughs> I, I, I need they're them. a bright spot. 
They are. It's so nice to have a regular Swan Princess movie to look forward to. Yeah. I don't know what I'm oh. going to do once we watch Swan Princess 10. It's like, what? where does my life go after that? Well, at that point, we just start crossing our fingers. And start making wait our for own. The, wait for the announcement. <laughs> start making our own! Yeah. yeah! I mean, we have enough. If we go back through all of our, our podcast episodes and all our notes, we have enough to make several new ones. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're just gonna take it over. Uh, first first send me, thing. Send me the models. I'll animate it myself. <gasps> oh, perfect. Okay, first first scene. <laughs> first scene is just Jean Bob. Jean Bob decides to go back to his own planet and he leaves the <laughs> Jean Bob gets rocketed into the sun and we never have to deal with him again. Yeah, Antonio Antonio comes back. And he recreates his home run grand slam from the last film and just fucking launches Jean Bob into space. And he. Yeah! Then he's gone. And, and he's hailed as a hero and instantly forgiven. <laughs> he's, and he's even more powerful because his arms are clockwork. So he, he goes so far that we, it's never oh. seen again. And that earns him everyone's respect. Oh, thank God. This is perfect. <laughs> oh man oh, what, oh, else? what else what, to talk what else about is with there what else I feel like there's so much but also there's it's so uh, a lot of nonsense it, a lot of it is like weird little shit that you see while you're watching the movie yeah even just like there's like why is there why is there a dingo ate my baby joke in this film? Like oh why? My God. Don't why would you do this? This is not the work of a moth, more like a a mountain lion or a dingo. A dingo scratched my baby. In the beginning of the film, like when Uberta sees the the Z scratched on her book, she makes a she makes a shitty joke about uh, a dingo scratched my baby, which for anyone not in the know, a dingo ate my baby. It's it's a reference to a case in Australia where a woman's baby was taken by dingoes, but no one believed her, and so she actually was convicted and sentenced to jail time. And everyone and, made a big joke, like, oh, my dingo ate my baby. Yeah. And it's like, like, like haha. It turns out. Yeah. Years, years later, they the found. The dingoes actually. Yeah. They, yeah. They found the, the, the remains. Re yeah. The proof in a dingo den. And it's, it's still, it's something that people continue to fucking joke about in, in, popular media and it's just like such a i like i hate it and like why is it in this fucking yeah. movie what like, like as soon as people why as soon as people like people need to stop making yeah. that joke stop with the dingo ate my baby jokes it, it's not a joke a, a real woman it's yeah lost a, her child and then went to jail because no one believed her yeah it's just and it's such a shitty thing and it's like why like who is this even who for? Is this, who is this joke for? Yeah, yeah. Like the little kids watching yeah. this aren't gonna get it. And like if they're, 
like, I don't know, it's like their attempt to, like, joke to the parent in the room, I guess. But the parent in the room is probably fucking checked out. They're on their phone. Yeah, no. Like. No one's. Unless they're like us, I guess. Yeah. The only, the only adults watching this also have either their own podcast or fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> and so it's like, I guess thanks for that. I'm sure that anybody who's covered this fucking movie has probably commented on this joke because it sucks. <laughs> God. God. Oh. Ugh. It's just, there's so many small little things. Mm-hmm. There's like the whole scene with Rogers and Jean Bob with the submarine where Rogers is like he's trying to like recreate the sub because apparently it's like even he's reverse engineering it basically. Yeah, yeah cuz apparently even though he's like invented magic basically like he had all these weird spy <laughs> shit in the last film that yeah. seems technologically impossible apparently he he's never tried to make a submarine before or he's not well, like i mean that's fair but also like that shouldn't it just it just felt it felt like it's it's so weird it's so weird and it's just like he just shoves jean bob into the machine and like try tries to get jean bob to like tell him dimensions of stuff because he doesn't want to take it apart because if he takes it apart, he might not be able to put it back together. So he's trying to, like, yeah, figure out how it works by just looking at it. And you almost yeah, think, like, it's... what does that lead to? Like, does he, maybe he's going to bust out his own sub and he's going to save Derek in his own sub. Nope. Well, he gives he gives Derek the the way to get the submarine that he's in oh, okay. to not sink. He you does, know what? It does come to something, but like that's actually that's very fair. It, it, you didn't need all you didn't need all of the like business about shoving John Bob between the gears and blah blah blah. It was just there's these movies often have just bits of business that are there because someone thought they were funny. Yeah, and it it's not the audience. <laughs> no, it's probably just Richard Rich. <laughs> Richard, Richard, we have some notes. Yeah, Richard, R- Richard, Rich, Richard, uh, Mr. Rich. Wait, wait, you know what? I'm hold on. Sorry, I just, a thought came to my mind. Crest for oh Ca- no, Camelot. Richard, did he did he make that one? No. Hold on, I gotta know. He couldn't have. Oh, wait, God. I have the Wikipedia page open on my phone because I was looking at it. Uh. Directed by Frederick Duchow. Okay. Frederick Duchow, which okay. I'm the name he's Belgian. I'm I'm not pronouncing it correctly, but there he is. Okay. Okay. I was I had the thought like, wait, is that a Richard Rich movie? Because that'd be kind of funny, but no. Okay. No. Just kinda had that vibe, I guess, because it was like a it, it was a Disney esque movie, but not by Yeah. You know. And that was like Richard oh, I Rich's. I forgot that that f- that that quest for Camelot has that one Celine Dion song that was in. Oh like, yeah, hear it on the radio. The the promise or something like that. The prayer. I forgot. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie always oh was God. Garrett. No, that, he, that was Carrie Ellis. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> now we're both <laughs> one princess. 
We're both distracted. Now we're looking just looking up. at the Wikipedia page for <laughs> Quest for Camelot. <laughs> That's how good oh, this Swamp Princess movie is. Oh. Oh, God. I'm going to have to find where I can watch this now. I'm not waiting for the podcast. I'm going to watch this bad movie that I love. Okay, well, take notes. <laughs> I don't have to. I'll I'll forget most of it. Don't worry. Okay, you know but, how I am. All right. <laughs> oh gosh. All anyway, right. uh, Swan Princess. Yes, we gotta um, f- focus on Swan Princess. I, I mean, I, we're kind of good. We kind of have it. Yeah. I don't know where we're going from here. Yeah, we're the series. <laughs> I. Do you want to make any guesses about what the next film is going to be about? Oh, God. Well, I feel like... I, Because I'm pretty sure I saw the cover for the 10? Yeah. Where they appear to be in a new land. Yes. Um... So maybe eventually they're going to go traveling to New Kingdoms, which is fun. Uh, I don't know if that'll be the next one or not until 10. I imagine it'll be the next one, hopefully. <laughs> uh, but I don't, I genuinely, like, I couldn't given you a fucking, I could not have had any kind of guess <laughs> for this one. Yeah. That's, no, that's very fair. I, I feel like it's, it's almost impossible to sort of guess what the hell is going to go on in these films. That, yeah, that's very I, fair. I, I'm super curious what your reaction will be to the next film because there is a major t- change that takes place with certain characters. Ooh. And, ooh, yeah, so, yeah, without spoiling it too much. I mean, we are probably, so I, I guess for the listeners, we are probably going to be taking a look at nine pretty shortly here, just because when trying to plan out the schedule for this year, um, you know, we're trying to maintain <laughs> Nutcracker, no, no Nutcracker, no wait, yes. <laughs> Nutcracker, Nutcracker November. We are trying to maintain yes. Nutcracker November. So it kind of gives us a narrow window to watch the next Swan Princess movie. So we've got, we've got, September and October, so we've got so, somewhere in there. We've got to get the the next movie in. Yeah, and I I would like to try and do if I mm-hmm. if I could figure one out a slightly spooky movie for October. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna scour the world, the internet, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, to try and find any kind of spooky <laughs> one for for Halloween that isn't. The <laughs> shitty one that I I won't watch. Pri- um, Prin- Princess Sydney, Night of the Pumpkins. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brie Brie is um, <laughs> steadfast. That's that's a solid no for Brie. But um, adamantly cannot. Which you know what is probably pretty but, fair. But uh, there there is one movie that I I haven't watched it yet, so I'm gonna have to see. But. The title is intriguing, so maybe that one will work. But yes, we'll okay, okay. We'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah. So okay, you're gonna get another dosage of Swan Princess in your veins pretty soon, here, listener. <laughs>
Oh, good. <laughs> good. I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing where we go next. Yeah, yeah. It's. I'm excited for it. I'm excited just to see fucking ten. It's been two fucking years. <laughs> the the restraint that you have yeah exercised for this has been absolutely legendary, Christy. It's it's I the most you. the most impressive thing that I have done and will ever do in my entire life. <laughs> God, the yeah, like, oh. Let me tell you, the temptation Man. has been so strong some days. <laughs> and just like, like, like maybe if I could watch it, I could just pretend I'm seeing it for the first time. But I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that would be that would be some Niccolo pretending to be two different guys level of acting. I don't oh know. shit! That's you're bringing it back. Good job. the one thing i will say is that i did enjoy how they animated like it was it's shitty yeah and incorrect and whatever i did enjoy how they animated the quick transitions between him being two different guys Mm -hmm. yeah like it's it's just like a it's just like he's usually like rolling or doing like a flip into the so really that should have been Oh, foreshadowing. Another reason to suspect him. It's foreshadowing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's like weird bits of oh foreshadowing. My God. Wait, I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching the credits. Look, we hit, I hit the credits in my, in my silent watch through while we talk. Yeah. And it's the song. <laughs> I hit the song ones where it's like. This one was was performed by these characters, and this one was performed by these characters, and the one that he sings to himself was performed by David Lodge and David Lodge. They just they credit him <laughs> twice. Oh, that's adorable. That's very good. Oh, that's a good touch. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's very funny. Oh, uh, yep. Well done. Nice. You you win that round, Swan <laughs> Princess. I on oh. just uh, like one last on like the quick note of like the there there is like some weird foreshadowing in this film that I it, it it's kind of I don't know like I guess I'll give them credit for but yeah I guess maybe there's like the weird flippy dips that uh, uh, Niccolo does but in the very beginning of the movie Scully tries to scare Number Nine and gets no reaction and oh. I didn't really think much of it's it a until. Call. It's a callback at the end. Yeah, he he tries to scare the rat himself, but the rat isn't frightened, and and then Hunch has to show up and save the day. It's like, like shit. Like that's like, I don't know. I again, I guess like, like I'll give you a point for that. It's wild because a lot of the things are completely, just buck wild, absolutely weird, out of control ideas that they've had in this film but most of the time they do set things up which is a feat in and of itself i will give that to you swan princess you have been able to tie things together and i do i do think that that is perhaps a large part of why these films are enjoyable because they are bad and goofy but there is care there to try and make a cohesive, coherent story that makes sense. Yeah. 
yeah, it it, it tight ropes that fine fine line, mm-hmm. and at the end it it dismounts with a with a sick flip, and it was an enjoyable thing. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, man. I I think that that's probably it for this one, eh? Yeah, I think I've. If I sit here for another couple of hours, I can probably keep going. But like, that's the main. I think that's it. I think we're yeah. good. All right, we're well, gonna the- be back in the Swan Princess world soon, anyway. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, well, before <laughs> we before we leave, there's one last thing that I I forgot to mention in our last episode where we covered the the original Beauty and the Beast from Disney. And I don't know uh-huh. why it completely escaped me because I intended to bring this up. But um, you talked about getting to uh, see Glenn Keane and getting to hear him speak. Um, yes. I actually got to meet Paige O'Hara a few years back. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. What? I know. It's kind of. She was at cool? a. She was at her, her local convention. Um, and so I got her oh, autograph. Awesome. So I didn't get to speak Hell with. yeah. I didn't get to speak with her for long, but I did get her autograph, and that was very cool to see her in person. She was a very nice lady. Um, I was actually, uh, she actually complimented me on my makeup, which is notable because I was dressed as Jareth the Goblin King. Nice! <laughs> so Good! It, it, I, I think of that and it makes me smile a bit because my eyebrows were fucking plastered with glue and <laughs> uh, makeup. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Hell yes. yeah. So I've got her autograph hanging on my wall here next to Jody Benson. So there's there's my oh, break. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. I, and I don't your know. Jareth cosplay was also fucking incredible. I you know, I keep put a picture of that up somewhere. Oh gosh. I keep thinking of trying <laughs> to do another Jareth costume, but then it was it's so much glue that goes on your eyebrows, and I've got big eyebrows. <laughs> they're like oh there's just a lot of space to cover with glue <laughs> take some real dedication mm-hmm. it's it's fun though it was a fun costume it was very fun getting to meet her so yeah i had to i had to fit that in because i don't know now that we've covered both beauty and the beast and the enchanted christmas i don't know when i'm gonna get the opportunity to tell that brag again so that's fair yeah no i'm glad you brought that up Hmm. but uh i think with that that's gonna be it for this episode you guys um so if you have any comments or questions that you want to send to us you could do so at badprincessmovies at gmail.com uh we also have a twitter where we'll be posting some clips from this and other movies that we profile uh, you could check that out at Bad Princess MOV. And then we also have the catalog of Bad Princess Movies that you could check out at badprincessmovies.com. Check that out. Check out the, the catalog. Mm-hmm. And uh, look forward to Swan Princess 9 coming to a podcast near you sometime yes. soon. Yeah, and then with any luck, maybe we'll be able to kick off next uh, podcast season once we return uh, in 2023 with Swan Princess 10. Yeah! That'll be good. That'll be good. Oh, exciting. (laughs) Until then. Uh, Until then. 
Thanks Take for care, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.